and we're live. We're live. This is E Double Titty. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. All right, pip pip, cheerio. I'll fucking find you one day, my What they got on that thing? I never liked it. Like it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Be kind, drink water, and don't be fucking racist. You think he could be quiet or not on your lap for that long? No, but I kind of like it though. He's like he's like a woman in dog form. Swanee. I wonder if women are like that when you live with them. Hope not. Like I think until you get married. Do you think they just don't want anything to do with you at that point? Probably. It's probably for the better. I was going to say, I feel like it reverses. I feel like you move in with a woman, it's like, I get to come home and be with my woman after I'm a, being home. Oh, well, I'm harassing her because I don't, I love, I would love to know what women do in their free time. Oh, how's that drop? Oh, that's why. Gotta have a better throw there. Well, you know, come home to the missus, what are you doing? Same thing I do every day. Well, what's that? <laughs> Playing a game. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention the first time. First eight times I told you? No. And it's like, well, clearly I wasn't listening. So you making me go through this razzle-dazzle again is quite annoying. Yeah. I think it gets uh, roles reversed. <laughs> exactly. I'm okay with that. I've been out all day hanging with the boys. I want to come home and annoy the fuck out of my woman. <laughs> and you're not going to stop me because nope. you are said woman. I was going to say. <laughs> you are said woman being annoyed. Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsui was dead my favorite player for a long stretch of my childhood. And his name is so fun to say. Yes. Hideki. It's also that his nickname is Godzilla. Yeah. It didn't get much cooler than that. Nah, it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, what, what could be cooler than literally your nickname being... And he was so nice. That's what made it cooler. All he did was just smile and hit bombs. And play a, a, a decent outfield. An average to above average outfield. Absolutely. Yo, is it weird that like I woke up and the right side of my body feels like it's been battered? That's how I... I literally, my left oblique and rib cage feels like bro, someone bro. just jabbed it. That's from swinging. It's from your obliques rotating too fast. Is that what fast. that is? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why... Yo, I, I woke up today and I'm like, yo, why do I feel like somebody punched me here like 20 times? Like yes. in my whole right side. What the... And it's only on this side. It's only on my front side. Correct. Oh, yep. interesting. That's your core. It was activated. Yeah. This shit was hella accurate because I feel like somebody just beat the fuck out of my right side. Yep. Yep. Wow, That's I was why. Really wondering that old, I was literally pressing myself, li- like literally pressing myself with my hand all day today. Like, why yeah. do I feel this, this aggravated? Yeah, why I is hit, this sore? Yeah, I hit legs today and I was just like, damn, like this core shit. Like, if your core is in pain, like, you're fucked. Everything's in pain. It's you're almost fucked. like your back. It's worse than your back. You think your, your core is worse than your back? Do you have back pain? <clears throat> I don't have back pain, but, like, sometimes it's just mad stiff. Yeah. Don't ever, bro, take care of your back if you don't have back pain. Chronic back pain is easily 
the worst type of pain there is. Because you try to walk or make like a sideways movement yeah. from your normal path, and you realize that your muscles aren't equipped to go that way for the time being. And you don't know it until you make the movement. And your body screams at you yeah. and tells you to stop. But at that point, you can't even stop because the muscles can't even decelerate your movement. So now you're just free falling into that move and it just hurts even more. It's the worst. Also, stay away from the assisted squat rack machines. Yes. Those suck. And I saw somebody say the other day, uh, <laughs> bless you. I saw somebody say the other day, uh, you don't have to stay away from the assisted squat racks. You just don't know how to use them. And I'm like, you put a lot of weight on and you lock your back into a spot. I don't think that, there's only one way to use it. There's just some people not worth arguing with. I don't understand it. It's not a matter of not. There's only one way to use it. <laughs> Bless you. Not doing anything Ooh. crazy on it. I mean, granted, there are dumbasses that go to the gym. <clears throat> Ooh. Don't get sick, Dan. The COVID didn't get you. Everything else should be fine. I mean, you know how life goes, man. Like. COVID, I'll dodge COVID, and then, like, a head cold will just knock me out for a few days, because I'm a bitch. But, uh, we here, baby. Uh, I'm a little under the weather right now, but it's E-motherfucking double petrol. And we here, in your ears, doing the damn thing. You know the vibes? No, they don't. No, they don't. No, you don't. They don't. No one knows. Everybody knows the vibes. What even is a vibe? What's a vibe? Vibe. When I th- when I hear vibe, I think energy wave. You know? So if I say this party is a vibe, it's an energy wave. It's a good energy wave. So what it's about, a fun energy wave? So what if I just start saying this party is a fun energy wave? I think that would equate to vibe. In my head, they're interchangeable. Okay, so. She's a fun en- energy wave. She's that doesn't wild, fit. Nigga. Doesn't fit. She's a. F- she's a. F- a f- she's a few. No, this is, that's. What <laughs> I already thought about the acronym. <laughs> that's the first thing you got to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because I wanted to shorten it. So what if I'm like, baby, I'm a fun energy wave. I mean, I think that sounds stupid. She, I but mean, you asked me what it was. I didn't it say sounds, it sounded good. Does that's, it sound stupider than vibe? I'm a vibe. I think people made vibe sound stupid. I think vibe always sounded stupid. Nah. Vibe's What's a cool. vibe, bro. Vibe What's the vibes? Cool? It's nasty. Vibe is cool. It's just like... Like if you're down south and you're like on a beach and you're like, this is the vibe, bro. I'd be like, yeah, bro. I'm vibing. Yeah, bro. You know what it is, bro. I'm vibing, bruv. Yeah, bruv. Bravito. I'm good with bravito. You know what's not the vibe, though? Me having this fucking head cold. Yeah, well, it's the is it, is the allergies? It's the allergies. It's I want to say it's the allergies, but now I'm starting to think it's not just the allergies. Because if it was, like, it would go away after like a shower and like, you know, like it wouldn't just be constant. So whatever it is, it's probably for these damn kids I coach. Are any of them sick? They've been sick on and off for like the last three weeks. Oh, so then, yeah. Stomach viruses. You got the allergies plus school. head cold. One kid was exposed to COVID. Like, it's just been constant. Side note, this guy only throws 90, but he's his intentions, like, I'm a, I'm throwing a hundo right now. Yeah, for Love sure. It. Oh! 
Oh yeah. You love man that. didn't even take a step. You're watching Georgia Clemson. Yeah. Hey man, this goes for everything you do. Have some intention when you do something. You know? Don't just do it to do it. Oh, with the dirty stash. And the Floski. Bombroski. Yeah, he's out here. That wristband that was nasty. It's all it's all nasty, but you gotta wear it. I personally put it on the belt buckle like a like a pager. Yeah, that's be better. Fire. That's much better. We're talking about the uh the no wrist brand wristband, sorry, that uh college all the colleges apparently have in the SEC. And basically it allows you to communicate what pitch you're gonna throw without the uh thought of pitches being stolen or the signs being stolen, which to me seems a bit obsessive. Like are like are they really stealing signs like this? And if so, like is this really the best way to combat it, you know? But I don't know. You know? They got the money to do it, so like who really cares, you know? Just because you have the money to do something doesn't mean you should do it. Now, that is very true. But do people listen to Sadiq's advice? No. Not in the slightest. Damn it. Hit a spot. No. But, uh, I mean, it looks cool. Low-key, low-key. But I'm just like, I don't, like, where's where's the part where you make a mistake and throw a guy an O2 slizz ball? Slizzball. That's a slider for you ladies and gentlemen at home. That he was, uh, he took an educated guess on, guessed right, and decided to swing and take you 970. Hell yeah. You know, where's that? I want to see that. I want to see the mistakes. And I want to see the mistakes made by the athletes, not made by the coach pressing the the number three button to show up on his, uh, <laughs> Facts. You know? I don't want to see that. Pressing the curveball button. You know, when do you think you should give uh, players the chance to call their own game? At I, what level? At every level. I don't call pitches for my teams. So, like, before high school even? Like a middle school team? Yeah. When else are they going to learn? They need to learn how to think about the game, not be like, just do this, do that. Like, if it's college, I get it just because, it, you know, maybe the strategy's a bit more advanced or it's more like, I can't trust this guy in this situation, but he's my best option here. So I'm just going to do it myself. You know what I mean? Well, that's a little contradicting, don't you think? No, but... If you can't trust him, how's he your best option? So let's think about it like this, right? Let's just say you have a guy that's, like, insanely physically talented, but he just doesn't think about the game the way you need him to. You know what I mean? Like, you let him call his own game, or you tell him, like, yo, I want you to do this, this, and that, and he just doesn't execute. So then you just got to take it out of his hands. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're taking away, like they're trying to curve the learning, but in the same in the same breath, trying to or in the same breath, stopping the organic learning from the failure. You know, they're trying to curve the failure a little bit, and I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's going to work that way. I don't think it is, but for some color, for those not in the know, uh, a lot of colleges and high school coaches, even Little League coaches, honestly, call the pitches for their pitchers and don't let them figure out like how to pitch and how to call the game themselves. I'm very much against that, and I try to avoid that at every turn. Side note, I accidentally snorted coffee having a similar conversation to this. 
on my way to work. On my way to my coaching gig. Literally was in the car, hit a bump, coffee popped out of the top of the hydro flask and into my nose. And you just took a breath in the same moment. I only smelled coffee the rest of the day. It was disgusting. What? what? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, it was just like coffee every sniff. I had to like blow my nose a few times. Oh, that's crazy. I feel like that'd be a... Yeah, not fun. That'd get you going, though. I, see, if it worked that way, I wouldn't have been that mad at it, but it didn't. <laughs> Did nothing. Yeah. It just... Then again, I mean, you only, you, only, uh, you only snorted a little bit. <laughs> you told me to start snorting coffee. I listen, though. Whatever works, works, right? Talk about talk about hockey players putting uh dip in like in their toenails. Oh yeah, that's and shit nasty. like that. Bro, that's rank, nigga. That is bad. That's you why know? you don't fight hockey players. Yeah, they're juiced up. They're ready to go. Beat them. Yeah. 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 So these turn up. You know, some of these kids I coach, they don't have the uh, they don't have the intensity that I uh, that I like out of a ball player. And you know, this has nothing to do with being good or bad. I'm just literally talking about: Do you give it a hundred and ten percent balls to the wall effort when trying to do something, or do you not? Because there's whatever is less than uh, balls to the wall is just not good enough. You know, big firm believer in if you're going to make a mistake, make it at 110%. Make it at 150 miles an hour. That should be your life motto. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, if you make mistakes as a person, just like... Stand by what you what you thought was the right choice. You know? And granted, certain situations are probably like, all right, little less margin for error here. That just means you got to focus a little harder. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate for... Uh, Less pressure, more focus. Explain that. So I see a lot of guys, and like it's very, very, very specific. So you know, uh, I'm just going to use a baseball metaphor because already here, and I think it's the easiest way to describe this. When a coach tells you, all right, you got three left, right? When a coach tells you, you got like three left, right? Yeah, it's way better. And you go, okay, I want to make my last three of this round good so I don't feel like a shit sack coming out and having to wait for the next one, right? Players tend to, uh, including myself, players tend to kind of just put pressure on, I need to make this three the best three in my, like, round. Uh-huh, true. Right? So they press, right? And they try to do a little extra when they could have just stayed and just worked through whatever they were doing before, right? And I feel in those moments, like I said, you don't need more pressure. It's just, all right, you got three left. You know this is what I have to do to finish. Now let's put a little more focus on this now. Because now I know I only have three left. Before uh, I might have not been counting. Before I've uh, just been like I'm swinging until coach tells me I got three left. So I know I have more after this. Now I got three left. Now I got to lock in. Because there's nothing after this. Okay. You know, It's just like with two strikes. You got to be tough with two. There's less pressure there. You need more focus. You need to foul stuff off until he makes a mistake or until you can find a barrel. Right? It's the focus thing. It's not a pressure thing. Pressure, I think, is overrated. I mean, right? yeah, rather, but it's... it's Overrated? They yeah, feel pressure from the moment, you know? It's not like... 
I mean, yes, yeah, pressure self-inflicted because nothing ever matters. This is what I'm truly, saying. Might you know be, what I mean? But and like you said, there's pressure from the moment, right? So that means that that moment, the players, and we're still on the baseball thing, game, sports thing, <coughs> the players, the coaches, the fans, the opposing team, like in that moment, all those people are already pressure for you. Why inflict it upon yourself more? Why don't you focus and let them pressure you? And because they're pressuring you, you're going to need a little more focus. Because you're focused, they can pressure you? No. What? No, 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 no. What was that statement? No. Because they're already pressuring you. Yes. Right? You said pressure in the moment. The moment is the fans, the opposing team, the coaches, right? Your teammates, stuff like that, right? That's okay. pressure, right? They're providing that pressure already, right? You're trying to look good in front of everybody, right? Uh-huh. Don't inflict, don't self-inflict more pressure upon yourself from yourself. Why don't you focus a little harder? Not saying you weren't focused before. Just focus a little more. You don't need any more pressure. The moment's already pressure-filled. What you need is focus to cut through the pressure. That's what you need. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I kind of get it. You just don't need any more pressure. There's always pressure. There's pressure at all times. You don't need pressure. You need focus. Focus cuts through the pressure. It keeps your mind. I clear. like that. I like saying it better. That better now. Yeah, it keeps your mind clear. You don't need pressure. You need focus. Right? There's pressure that, that in I every like. single moment of your life. That's it. Let the focus cut through the pressure. I like that way more. So yeah, that's what I mean by that. Okay, that that's something I would say. Say all the time. Be like, you don't need more. You don't need more pressure. You just need more focus. Lock in. <laughs> Lock in here, buddy. You know, and, you know, I, you know, I, I like saying that, cause like those are the kids that you have to say it to that like press about every little thing that goes wrong. You know, that's the type of intensity I like. I want to have to tell a kid, yo, relax. You can't build the perfect player in a day. Just keep working, my boy. But I know in that kid, like he's gonna work. I don't have to tell a kid to kick it up a notch. Easier said than done. A thousand percent. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the intensity that I like. So if you show me intensity, I'm getting fired up. And I'm fired up regardless. So you show me intensity, now I'm really in it. I'm saying, I'm turned up. You know? And I think uh, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of the educators... Um, and when I say educators, I mean educators in all aspects of life. So sports coaches, literal teachers, those educators, they need, they, they feed off of their, off of their, uh, what do you call it? Off of their trainees and in the same moment. And in the same, uh, in the same regard, those trainees and those, those young people trying to learn from these educators feed off of their educators. So if an educator, well, you know what, high you know that's what we are though. <clears throat> we are educators. That's what I'm saying. We're just Edu- not in a general school curriculum. No, well, that's what I said. Educators in every aspect of the word. I was thinking about that earlier today because I was thinking to myself, like I'm not like just a coach or a trainer or an instructor. I'm dead ass like a teacher. I'm teaching them about this game that could do so much for them if they, you know, do what they're supposed to do. Just kind of like school. 
right? If you take school seriously, if you go to class, if you do what you're supposed to do, school can take you so far. Yeah, and I'm always, uh, it's funny that you said that. I'm always asking, like, my kids when they get into the lesson. I'm like, did you go to school today? Yeah. Did we learn anything at school today? No. Did we try and learn anything at school today? Eh, not really. Is that what we're going to do in this lesson? Are we going to try and do anything today, or are we just going to kind of run through life with the motions and not really kind of, like, doing anything? And they're like, oh, no, we're going to take the lesson seriously. I'm like, so why don't we do it with school? I'm like, baseball's going to end eventually. Right? Hopefully it doesn't for you. But let's 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 do the school thing, you know? Like, we can worry about baseball so what you're after. Saying because if right now, if you don't get past high school... You don't have the grades to do what you got to do. First of all, you're not going to get into the school that you want. And if you are, and if you plan to, you better be damn good. So what you're saying is you want to open up a school. Oh, that would be fire. Yeah, that would be that'd be huge. Thousand percent. I would love to open up a baseball academy, though. Like an IMG. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, that's yes. exactly what I, oh Thousand percent. Goodness. I always low-key, low-key wanted to open up a school, and then I learned that like they have like baseball schools. And like sports schools, where you can just go to class and then just go to practice. Yeah, I that and that's when I was like, yeah, that's huge. All right, maybe that's what we got to do. Yes, sir. That would be so fire. Yeah, but uh, continue on this theme of baseball. Uh, MLB opening day, woo, is here. By the time you hear this, it'll be a few days after. But uh, regardless, we're going to tell you what we're excited to see this upcoming season. Oh, yeah. You know, the lockout's over, and we have a full baseball season ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you guys. We're getting in 162, baby. Make no mistake. 162 games for those that are unaware. There are a lot of you that are unaware. Get in tune. Longest season in North American sports. Woohoo! Just a grueling season. Yeah, it is. Is like you wonder why baseball players are so weird. It's because they they're just out there. <laughs> like I'm, like think about it, right? College basketball, Kentucky finished I think thirty three and six. So they played thirty nine games. Most college baseball teams play forty to fifty games before the playoffs even start. Yeah, yeah. Feel me? Like what was it? What is it? Tennessee University of Tennessee's twenty seven and one. Season's not even half over yet. Yeah. They still have another 20 games, SEC playoffs. Ain't not, It's a long season, man. There's a lot of baseball to be played to figure out who's the top dog at every level. So I'm going to start with what I'm excited to see first. And I'm going to start with the, uh, Go with the kids from Queens. Go ahead. And that is the, the Los Mets. And I'm most excited to see this year two people, Francisco Lindor and Starling Marte. Lindor, savage. He's been here for a year. He's acclimated. He went from fucking Somalia. playing shortstop in Ohio in front of half-empty stadiums with a notoriously cheap team and franchise and owner. To coming through and playing in the biggest city in the world, the most cultural city in the world, being the highest paid shortstop in baseball, 
and being responsible for bringing good vibes to the team, as well as being swaggy as fuck. So, he led the Mets to a Subway Series win last year. He's officially reached Mets' loved level, and uh, I just feel like this year he's finna hit that new level, show us that he's an MVP. I'm saying he's gonna give us 30 yaks. He's gonna bat 280. Get on base all the fucking time. Steal 20 bases. And play a gold glove shortstop. So basically, I'm saying he finna earn his Cohen bucks. And do the damn thing. Cohen bucks. Starling Marte? A little 40-40 season maybe? Never. <laughs> Starling Marte is gonna give us a 20-20 year. And just be the leadoff hitter that well not the leadoff hitter but just be a genuine genuine nuisance at the top of the lineup and also be fast as fuck i'm saying 30 bags minimum hey you little 20 30 season all right he was in the off season riding a horse shirtless in the dominican that's crazy that's the type of energy i have and seeing that in a player that we now have in a mets jersey makes me happy because he wasn't just on the horse he was on the horse with many chains on and he's on that horse in the middle of a forest with many chains on. So that is a man that understands that sauce, juice, is not given. You just have it. And if you don't have it, sucks for you. I feel good today. Yeah, I know as a Yankee fan, that might sound crazy. But. As a as a guy who loves life, when you're shirtless with links on in the Dominican Republic riding a horse, I don't understand how you have not cracked this code to life. And I need to understand what your mindset is like. Because <laughs> I want to be like that. We're coming home. All right, so what are you excited about, Jabroni? Well... You gots to know I'm excited. I'm excited for. Uh, I'm excited to be in the Bronx. What? This year, yeah. I'm excited to be in the Bronx on select days this year to watch the New York Yankees play baseball. Um, I'm excited to see. What we decide to do with this year, um, I think a lot of our a lot of our guys have had great years this year. A lot of our core guys have had great springs this year. I hope they carry it into the season. Um, and I'm extremely excited to see uh, one player specifically uh, kind of just take take on a huge role this year and. Uh, yeah, just excited to see how how he does with it. Um, my prediction is that uh, he's going to give 15-plus bombs and have a stellar year behind the dish defensive-wise. Uh, my man, Hig- my man Hig- <coughs> Higgy. Higashioka. Excited. Say Kyle- the man's name. Kyle Higashioka. Excited to see what he's going to do this year for us. He's got a huge role behind the plate. Um, and, yeah, I'm just kind of like he had an, an absurd spring. He's had seven bombs this year, this this spring. 
Yeah, I saw that. I so saw that I'm too. just like, listen, I'm seeing 15 plus from Higgy, and he's already an elite an elite receiver. So he's and one by guy, receiver. He means catcher. Catcher. God, I hate having to explain myself. Get a grip, jabronis. <laughs> um, it's yeah. for the people, man. I'm just I'm excited to see what he does specifically. Um, I'm also excited to see the youngins make their way in the show. We've seen a lot of videos, two videos specifically, of youngins getting their call up in real time. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like I'm sitting there next to them. Like, I feel like I'm part of their journey. You know, I mean, you were. Yo, you it's crazy. We got. We're getting to see. We're getting to see Julio Rodriguez, number one prospect of the Mariners. He is a towering Dominican man. Um, we're getting to see him this year. We're getting to see the number one ranked prospect in the MLB in Bobby Witt Jr. for the Kansas City Royals. Oh my gosh. Um. And there's one more I'm currently forgetting. There's Bobby Witt, there's Julio. Spencer Torkelson. Spencer Torkelson. He's Number one draft pick in the yeah. 2019 draft? No, that was, that's too early. No, I don't think it was. 17? I don't think it is. No, 17 is too late. Yeah, it might be 19. Torkelson has had an... Didn't he, didn't he just get a little injured? So he's pushed back a little bit? Not that I saw. Don't lie to the people, Sadiq. Hold on. Don't lie to the people. 2020. 2020. He drafted first in the 2020 draft, so it took him almost, barely two years to get to the league. <laughs> I'm coming home to your girl, taking her behind the woodshed. Oh, I'm sorry. Riley Green got injured, and Spencer Torkelson yes. got called up because of that injury. Really? Yeah, uh, that's what they they call it a little bittersweet, um, and it is it is, but I did also see that Miggy, who is Miguel Cabrera, one of the best hitters we've ever seen. Um, side note: thirteen hits away from the magical three thousand. I'm gonna get that within the first month of the season. Fuck it, within the first two weeks of the season. He's yeah, gonna have that. Um, Miggy passed uh, Torkelson his first base glove. Passed down his first base glove. You mean the one that he butchered the ball with? That's fine. That's fine, Evan. Don't disrespect Miguel. Cabrera. I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just saying, I'd 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 care more if he passed down the bat. Yeah, but you can't really pass down a bat, right? He's broken at least 150 bats in his career. So gloves, I think, a little more, a little more durable, which makes for a little more of an, you know, a nice gesture, look, and a practical gesture. Because Torkelson might actually use that glove. Still a wall. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the youngins, man. I'm excited for the new era of baseball. The I'm, new generation. Out of all the rookies, I'm most excited to see Julio Rodriguez. You know he had like six hundred this spring. 
I didn't. But you know, at 17, when he first got up, or when he first got in, uh, he hit like 315 with like a 950 OPS, nine triples, 22 dubs. Where? And like five bombs. What, in the minors? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he did. He was like 17. Yeah, but I mean, he was what, at rookie ball? Sure. About 17. Uh, he's an elite prospect. That's I'm what elite prospects 17. do. 17, that's crazy. I hear you. That's hear crazy. You. Look, it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, he's also a, he's a towering Dominican man. Is he like 6'5"? No, he's like 6'3". No, no shot. Okay, look it up, please. Look it up. No shot. Look it up. 6'5". That's how you think everyone is? He looks 6'5 in the box. <laughs> you have no concept of height. Hold on. Six three two thirty, at twenty one. Yeah, it's a decent sized man. J.K. It's a large man who can whack baseballs very far, and we're excited to see it this year. You know. But yeah, apart from the Yankees and my man Higashioka specifically, I'm excited to see the youngins. I'm excited to see Freeman in a Dodgers uniform. I'm excited to see the Dodgers lineup. Absolutely lambasted their opponents in the NL. I'm excited <laughs> to see Acuna back this year. You know, I'm excited to see the Detroit Tigers take another leap in their rebuild. You know what I don't get? I'm excited to see the Mets play at City Field because they're going to be on paper for right now. And I know it's on paper. You're not to add that. I know it's on paper. You're not to add that. And I know DeGrom's hurt. You're hating. I know. Isn't Marte hurt too? He's back now. Oh, he's back now. Uh, Scherzer, did I peep that? Scherzer had hamstring tightness. Yeah. So he's day ex- to day. Even though that's all happening right now, I'm excited to see the Mets because they're going to be fucking good. And having two fucking awesome New York teams is the dream for any baseball fan. It's the best case scenario for Major League Baseball. Exactly. We're not talking Yankees-Mets here. Let's just put that on hold for a second because we're always on it. Just put it on hold for one goddamn second. One damn second. It's the Yankees and Mets. You're going to get to go to City Field or uh, Yankee Stadium and just watch a good fucking game. Watch either one of these teams' land-based opponents. Or play great fucking games against the good opponents. Like, that's a that's a huge, huge win. Yeah, it is. For New York baseball. Finally. You know? And the Subway Series, don't even talk about that. You're not even getting tickets to that motherfucker. Yeah, Subway Series this year is a bloodbath. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm just excited for baseball. Like, you you honestly you just couldn't focus on anything throughout the lockout, and now that everything's back on, it's just like, oh god, we back, baby. We just like so much shit is happening. We are back. Whew, but yeah, that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for a lot of shit. Specifically, my Yankees and Higashioka. Yeah, so, oh my God, Arkansas. <laughs> but yeah, man, we back. Baseball's back. Good things are happening. There are good vibes abundant. And all that's great. Arkansas is a black guy on the mound throwing 95. Black person alert. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but I'm all about it. 95. Pump that thing, young man. Oof. 
uh, Arkansas also has a black shortstop. Yeah, that's Jalen Battles. Yeah. And he's been going crazy. Ooh, look at the stash on this man. Yeah. It's a nasty stash. See a little see a little wing tip there? So as we close out this uh this baseball segment, I just want to read one uh one caption to you from a Instagram account called The Greatest Show on Dirt. Ooh, I like that. It's called John it's about John Cruck. He's now an announcer, former baseball player. John Cruck worked hard. The ball field was his job site, and he showed up until he physically couldn't play anymore. He signed with the White Sox in 1995, and in the first inning on July 30th, he had an opposite field single, hobbled to first base, and asked for the ball. When the inning was over, he said bye to his teammates, got in his car, drove home to West Virginia, and retired from the game. (laughs) Oh my god. Crook wanted to get one last hit before he retired. Most of all, he wanted to make sure everybody knew he wasn't a quitter. During the 95 season, he could barely walk. Both knees were toast. But he showed up every day, worked his ass off, and played ball. And with his last hit, finished his career with a lifetime 300 batting average. Side note. John Crook was batting 308 in 1995 when he retired. That is... He literally told the game, this is when I'm going to retire, man. Bro, left after the inning. Guys, I got to get out of here. Yeah, I think that's the one case where a man had told the game, this is when I'm going to retire. And left when he was on top. Which you should always do. Yeah, man. I just wanted to share that with you guys. That's really what baseball is all about. Yeah, man. All right. What do we got next? Oof. Well, what we have next. Yeah. Bring us in here. Is we had to talk about OJ Simpson. Because someone has to do it. OJ. There is a TikTok going around. Of OJ shirtless in a bed in a, what appears to be a dorm room of co- co-eds. All the co-eds are now fully dressed. We didn't see any half-dressed women, although the co-eds were wearing a uh, wearing some scantily clad outfits. And nice dorm room, by the way. Love the uh, dark, yes, dark wood walls. Big fan of the dorm aesthetic. But uh, yeah, uh, OJ was shirtless in what appears to be a co-ed's bed. Uh, not sure how he got there or why he was there, but he was there with another older age gentleman. And all the co-eds decided they wanted to wake up OJ, who apparently apparently had been sleeping. So, uh, OJ is, I don't know if he's a legend at this point, or if he has to be stopped. Can he be both? Yes, he can, actually. He's mastering it. Yeah. And... <laughs> Let's be mindful that they woke him up at 1 a.m. It's not like they woke up in the morning, right? He So he had been there for a while already. Yes. And then he had slept. Well, assuming he had gone back to sleep after this TikTok they did and just woke up in the morning. 
right? So not so. Let's beyond before the fact that we get to where he was like before that. I want to know that why, like why are they waking up? Why are they waking him up at one? Right? They're all fully dressed. All right, so where are they coming from? What had he been doing already? <laughs> that That's my whole that point. he was in bed and knocked. It wasn't like he was like, you know, slight nap. He was knocked under the covers, no shirt on. I think he had one sock on. Not even going to lie to you. I think I saw one sock in the video. I think every man that that's had a one-night stand or has... I'm bugged. Woken up, in a, woken up in a woman's, uh, what'd you say? What'd you say? Never mind. Okay. Or has woken up in a woman's bed knows that, uh, you don't get into the position OJ was in without, uh, some coitus happening yeah. there. You know what I mean? The man's got Yo, one sock that was on. A, I need my rest sleep. Yes. Because I just gave you everything I had. OJ is 70 years old. <laughs> Yo, I'm not saying it was much, Ev, but he gave her everything. That's what I'm, I'm saying. OJ could have, anything could happen in there, and he was probably taking a nap. He's 70. Yo, what? First of all, I want to know what dorms those were, because those were fire. Yes. And somebody, somebody tell me what OJ was doing, goddammit. I want to do the exact same goddamn thing. Without all the murder shit. I was just about to say, you want to murder your wife? Without all the murder shit. I added it in there. I don't want to murder anybody. I just want to live life like OJ thinks life should be lived. OJ is apparently uh, fucking co-eds on TikTok and Twitter. And just just (laughs) being a menace, frankly. Yeah, he's... I, I mean... He's not accepting any consequences for any actions. At all. Should At all. He, he literally said he's scared to go back to L.A. because he might run into the real killer, the person that killed his wife. And it's like, O.J. Why? Man's selling the shit out of it. Why say it? <laughs> he had to. He, ha- he had to. You think he's about to just let this shit, let this shit drop without some theatrics? It's like Jay-Z said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. One of his best lines. OJ Simpson. The man, the myth, the legend. Murdered his wife, now he's banging co-eds. Allegedly. Is that a... Allegedly. Allegedly murdered his wife. Allegedly. Yeah, we'll add that in there for the for the legal aspect of it, I guess. You, I mean, yes, we have to. Allegedly murdered his wife... I'm not accusing that man of anything. I don't want his lawyers to come find me. And uh, I don't have mu- allegedly, I don't, have, I don't have much, but they can take it. <laughs> and he, uh, uh, again, allegedly banging coeds. Right? I mean, listen, the glove fit OJ's hand. He allegedly murdered his wife. OJ <laughs> woke up shirtless with one sock on in a coeds bed. He allegedly is banging some coeds. We don't know for sure, people. But one thing we could say is that OJ's doing some goddamn shit. That's right. OJ's doing some goddamn shit. Whether you like the shit he's doing or not, he's doing the shit. So, let's be honest here. Of all the people we've seen on this earth... I gotta watch this video again. Of all the people we've seen on this earth, not many have lived more life than OJ. No. No. OJ's been... 
OJ, I think after, after he was acquitted, he was just like, I can live this life and do whatever I want with no consequences. I think that's what he, I think that's what he assumed. And this is what he's embodying. Hell yeah. Oh, I stand corrected. Man had two socks on. Please, please have that stricken from the record. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he had, if he had one sock on, that would be crazy. I'm like, now I'm more concerned about how his old ass friend is just like peeking into the room. And she's like, what's going on in there? Who did you bang, OJ? <laughs> how did he get here? I think we know how. I think we know how. And why are these... Couple co-eds saw OJ and his friend walking down the street. Hi, OJ. Can we get a picture? Oh, you certainly can. You want to do shots with us? Yes, I do. Oh my god. This video gets crazier and crazier every time I watch it. Yeah, I watched that video like three times today. I just kept crying. And his friend is... Jesus, bro. He's like peeking in laughing like, we really in this shit. We really doing this goddamn thing, OJ. Holy shit. <laughs> no one's lived more life than him. No one. All right, so since we're on uh, savages and men that live life to the fullest... Unfortunately, we have to circle back to the Russell Wilson versus Future debate. Because apparently, there's a bunch of jabronis around here calling Russell Wilson a cornball. Uh, I think it's, to be more exact, a square. Yes, a square. To which I say, the man is worth over 100 M's. If that's square life i mean that's cool but all russell wilson really does is make money and love the shit out of sierra and worship god i yep. mean if you're hating on that man and that says kids. a lot about you and loves the shit out of his kids even the kids that aren't his true even the kids that are his rivals kids that are here that are his nemesis's kids and let's be honest here it's his nemesis because we've made him his nemesis i don't doubt they have some uh i wouldn't call it beef but they have some uh, some disagreements. Russell Wilson's net worth is $135 million. How much is Sierra's net worth? $20 million. How much is Futures? Good question. $40 million. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, we've made Future... <laughs> And Russell Wilson nemesis's 
Nemesis's? Nemesis's. Nemesis's. But at the same time, it's only fair that you give Russell Wilson his flowers for doing what what most women would say a real man would. Um, and they talked about it on... Uh, I forget that show that uh, that football show. It's like a Blue Mountain State. No, no, last no. chance you. No, no, it's not like that type of show. It's like a All American. It's like a real show. No, it's like Friday a, Night Lights. No, it's like a Friday real Night show. Hikes. No, no, no. No. Okay. It's like a real show. It's with uh, that uh, that wide receiver played for the Dolphins. What's his name? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The podcast. Uh, is it a podcast? Yes. And they all like sit around a table and discuss stuff. Yeah, they're. I am athlete. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a podcast. It's yeah. a sh- well, it's a show. So. Um. <laughs> Bless. You. Woo! Edit that out, Jabroni. <laughs> yeah, they they talked about it there. And it. They uh, <laughs> bless you. Woo. Yeah, they mentioned Russell Wilson being a square, and Sierra going from the the rocky the rocky relationship of future. Ooh, that's a rip. Well, that's into the night, huh? I thought that that hit the top of the gazebo. I think. Uh, yeah, they talk about Russell Wilson going. Uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra going from the <laughs> rocky. rocky the rocky relationship of future to the committed, what do you call it? The committed knowing what you're going to get relationship of Russell Wilson. And as a woman with children, as a woman with a career, maybe she just wanted some, some tranquility, tranquility, some tranquility. In her life. A lot of people calling this man a simp. A lot of you people calling him square. But he throws a lot of touchdowns. And he makes a lot of money. And he loves the man above. I think that's what's kind of wrong with this. As much as he loves his wife and his kids. Like, as a culture and as a society, we think that man is a simp and a cornball. All he did was date a... Six, I think she's been platinum recording artist who's beautiful and is a model and is black. Yeah, and he's a he's a square. Like he did everything he's supposed to do. Like if if everyone growing up, if you have a kid, you want your kid to be like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right? True. I don't want my kid to be like Future. I want my kid to be like Russell. True. Feel me? So I think that's really indicative of a bigger problem we have. Because not only did several black men get on a podcast and bash another black man, but now they've started a trend of this. Yep. When it's like, bro, this is a man worth more than all of you combined. And you are sitting on here in front of a microphone putting on a song and dance. When what you should be doing is getting your money up. Feel me? Oh, Brandon Marshall. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And, like, I'm not going to get into, like, each guy and the dumb shit they've done or said. Because, like, you guys can do that. I'm just saying. I think I wanted to talk about this because it's just more indicative of everyone's mentality. Like, he's a lame. Like, why? Why is he a lame? Why, like, just because, like, what? Like, someone had sex with his girlfriend before he met her? Well, guess what? Your girlfriend also had sex with someone before you met her. Your girlfriend's still having sex with somebody. Oh! I didn't want <laughs> to say it, but, uh... <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Well, he's right. gotta say it. He's right, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sierra did a lot of shit, and she did a lot of shit with Future... And, you know, she was younger, and they had a good time. But at some point, at some point, I'm going to say in 99% of women, they're going to want stability. They're going to want a man who's going to, one, give them children, and two, love the shit out of those children. And on top of that, she brought... A son she already had. So that's got to be a deal breaker right there. If you don't love the son I already have, you're done. And he did that. He did that, like, past what anybody could have even asked for. Ooh, you know what it's like? It shows the difference between, like, younger women maturing to being older and, like, understanding. Yeah. Because (laughs) if you think about it, right, women and, like... Early to mid to late 20s. Let's say women in their 20s. You know, they like, they want to date drug dealers, scammers, etc. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to a, you go to a spot, what you going to see? Mad scammers, drug dealers, whatever. Just, you know, with their shorties. And, you know, that's how you, that's how you get it. Then get it how you get it. You know what I mean? We all have different lines and different paths. But, you know, you always see that woman in their 20s. But how rare is it to see a woman in, like, her 30s and 40s with a scammer or, like, drug dealer? You know what I mean? Like, that shit don't happen either because they're locked or because that shit gets old. You don't want to be 33 thinking, damn, is my partner going to get locked today because he was riding around with some weight in the car? Like, no. You want him to come home on time for dinner. You don't want your partner to say, I can't pay rent this 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 month because the cards didn't hit right. That's just, no one wants that. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. You know what I mean? So. No, how, like, what, what, why do you want to deal with that level of stress? Like, your 20s are stressful because you're doing a whole bunch of shit. You're trying to make a life for yourself. Like, it's almost like you're kind of in that groove already. So it's okay to, to do that shit. You're already in the stress groove, right? So, like. <laughs> the stress groove. Right? You're, and, like. It sounds like a book. The stress groove. The stress groove. You're already in the groove of the stress. And you're already doing a whole bunch of shit trying to figure yourself out. And this is fun. You know, I think more than like the stressful part of it, it's a fun thing to do, right? It might be a stress reliever, if anything, uh-huh. right? But then you get into your 30s and 40s where your career's taken off, right? You want to have children. You want to settle down and live the life that your, your parents or whoever you, you know, looked up at growing up lived, right? Like... Do you want the rocky, stressful shit, the anxious shit that you have to worry about, or do you just want to live your life? That's a fact. And like that goes for men too, bro. Like, why want? Why like? Why be that stressed? You know. Well, that's easy. That's it's it's shortcut shit, bro. That's it. 
It's nothing more than that. What do you mean shortcut shit? Just people don't want to work hard. People don't want to have to go work every day. And it's crazy because they hatch these schemes to like scam and steal and do stuff. And it's like if you just applied that energy to something legal. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, one thing I've seen from, like, a couple people I follow that sell products, et cetera, is, like, you don't need to sell a million products to make a million dollars. You don't even need to make a million dollars. But if you sell 100 products a week at $10. Just to say, at a $10 price point. It's a thousand dollars right there, yeah. That's 50K a year. If you sell them at $20, that's 100K a year that you made on your own. Feel me? There's millions of pro- like, there's millions of products out there. You know what I mean? So, it's just shortcut shit. You know, like, oh, I can scam, and make five thousand dollars a couple of days. It's why people get addicted to gambling, right? People be on FanDuel and DraftKings every day because instead of saying, "Damn, let me invest this bread or hold on to it or put it in my pocket," it's like, nah, let me try to turn this a hundred into three fifty. Then you lose a hundred. Yep. Right, and then, or sometimes you win the three fifty instead of just cutting your losses. You go, nah, let me throw three fifty. You know what I mean? So, same thing. People don't want to be patient. If you told someone in three, if you work hard for three years, you'll be set for life. They might get a year and a half in, and then be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I don't see it turning around. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't see it going my way. Yep. Like, Elon Musk was dead sleeping in Tesla four years ago. Like, this was a publicized, and the stock went down because of that. And now he's the richest man in the world. They said if you earn $10,000 a day from the time that man started, right? So, like, 2022 years ago, you still wouldn't have as much money as him. <laughs> Think about that. stupid stat. Right? That's, that's why I'm just like, yo, like... <laughs> Like, people just don't want to work hard. They don't want to wait. They just, they want to jump the gun. And you know what? There's a price to pay for that. Impatience. Stress and anxiety. That's the price. Yeah. Or that's jail crazy. if you want to, if you oh, want to really, if you really want to cut corner. I'm serious, that's, bro. That's so much stress. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's so much stress. Jail? Oh, God. Bro, are you kidding me? On top of that, like. After jail, now you have it on your record. Bro, jail will never see me. I don't even want to have that conversation. Nah, bro, but then it's like you have to focus on like employers looking at you and being like, yeah, I'm sorry. We can't do it. You might be the most qualified motherfucker here, but you have a record. You got got bigger problems if you get locked. I mean, if if you're in jail for like a month. Right? I'm not saying... You're in jail for murder, too. That's a little different. You know, I'm talking about jail for, like, like petty theft or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, some like some dumb shit that you didn't have to do. It's just you being dumb, right? And then it's like you get out of jail and you can't find a job because you have a record. Like, how shitty is that? On top of already going to jail for doing dumb shit, now you can't even now you can't even make it right because you're not even allowed to. Yeah, it's tough. So Yeah. So how much time have we got in this thing? Hour two. 
Okay, you want to talk about Biden and gas? I don't, honestly. Okay. But let's do it. Let's do it anyway. I just think Biden, Biden, Joseph, um, he's just, he's being a pussball. And we need to do something to offset these gas prices. And we're not going to see the effects of releasing a million barrels a day for months. Uh huh. Probably over a year, to be honest with you. He released 30 million from the reserves two months, uh, a month ago. You know how long that lasted? How long? Two days. <clears throat> 48 hours. 30 million barrels released. And it lasted two days. And now he wants to release a million barrels a day for the next couple months. And you know what? Maybe that's all we can do right now. But it's also like, I, I, you know, like I don't know what else to do to combat these gas prices. Why the hell is the gas so high? I think that's my favorite song right now. Gas so high. Every time my gas get below half tank, I dead bump that song. It's by a man named G Mac Cash. Why the oh fuck is God. the gas so high? Man, you better not ask me for a ride. I've never heard that. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, we about to bump that after this. This is a fantastic song. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know if I want to bump that. All right, so that's that's how we're gonna leave you guys today yeah. <coughs> with the words of G. Somebody tell us. Somebody tell us how to fix the gas prices. Because I can't keep doing this. <laughs> I can't keep doing this every we week. We all buy. We all chip in and get a party bus, and I just drop everybody off where oh, they need to go every day. In, I'm in on that. Oh yeah, but I have dogs. The whole time. The whole time. No one else gets it. Do we have? Can we get? Can we request? Yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'm in on that. Are snacks allowed on the bus? No. Henny? Yes. All right. That's fair. I can live off the Henny. Henny and Baby Tron all the way to work. Oh, God. <laughs> what type of mood am I walking off that party bus in? Oh, you work it. You, you go do your job that day. You go do your job that day. I don't know what job I'm doing. I might fucking, I might fucking be a CEO pulling up to a baseball facility. I don't even know. <laughs> Who knows? Listen, I'm gonna do a job. I don't know what job though. Hey, all all that was required is that you did a job. That's fine. I'll do a job off the goddamn Henny. <laughs> and off the Baby Tron. Off the Baby Tron. Alright. <laughs> We're gonna leave you with Henny and Baby Tron today. Uh somebody tell us how to fix the gas prices. Um as always, drink some water. Be kind to somebody. Somebody. And don't be fucking racist. Uh, enjoy your uh, your day, your night, your everything, folks. Ta ta.